The Productive Woman, Episode 116. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I've really been looking forward to sharing with you my conversation with life coach, author, and entrepreneur, Tasha Scott, who had some awesome words of wisdom for all of us as she shared about how she manages a very full life. You'll find more information about Tasha, along with links to resources she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 116. This episode is brought to you by my Productive Woman Mastermind Groups. If you're looking for encouragement, motivation, and accountability in achieving your goals and moving forward in a life that matters, consider joining us in the next session of the Productive Woman Mastermind Groups. These are paid mastermind groups that I facilitate personally. They're small groups of women who are committed to making a life that matters and to supporting and encouraging each other toward accomplishing their goals. It's been so much fun to be a part of these groups and watch the relationships being built and the progress that each woman is making toward the goals that she has set for herself. These groups meet weekly via video conference. They share their goals, they share wins and the struggles and ideas for overcoming the obstacles that sometimes stand between us and those meaningfully productive lives we all really want for ourselves. I'm forming new groups right now that will be starting after the first of the year, but spaces are very limited. So if you're interested, now's a great time to visit the work with me page on the website. You'll find that at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. And there you'll find more information and a link to the short online application. If you have questions, don't hesitate to email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and I'd be happy to chat with you. And now let's get right into the conversation with Tasha. I am so pleased to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Tasha Scott. Tasha is a transformational speaker, a certified life coach for women in business, a workshop leader, an entrepreneur, and an author. She is the founder of Don't Limit Me and Women Connect Movements, which I'll want to hear a little bit about, and owns two thriving businesses, Scott Real-Time Reporting and TashaMScott.com, where she motivates and encourages women entrepreneurs. She's also a wife and mom and just basically a busy woman like the rest of us. So I've really been looking forward to talking with her about how she does what she does and what contributions she's making to the world. So welcome, Tasha. Thank you so much, Laura, for having me. Well, it's my pleasure to have you here. I, I really have been looking forward to talking with you. You have a really interesting website. We'll put links to all that sort of thing in the show notes so people can track you down and see the kinds of things that you're up to. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's just for the listeners who haven't seen your website, can you start by telling us just a little bit about who you are and what you do? I mean, I gave a little bit of an intro, but give, <laughs> us, give us your spin on it. 
Sure, sure. Um, to top off what you just said, I am a woman entrepreneur, been in business, been a full-time entrepreneur for for 12 years, even though I've been an entrepreneur for 15 of those years. And I am a typical woman who is literally just trying to prioritize life, being a wife, a mother, someone that's active in my church and community, but at the same time, really wanting to make a difference for others because I had people that helped me to get to my next level of growth. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, and that's, I feel exactly the same way, Tasha. There have been people over the course of my life who've really stepped up and encouraged me or pointed me in the right direction when I was wandering off <laughs> in the wrong direction. Yes. And, and so it really, it does really motivate you to to want to return the favor and, and kind of pass that along. Absolutely. And I, you know, I can see from your website that you really are focused on doing that. Um, this is a podcast, obviously, about productivity for busy women. And those uh, people who listen to the show regularly know that uh, when I talk about productivity, I'm not just talking about checking things off your to-do list. It's, it's mm -hmm. all about, you know, accomplishing the things that you care about and making a life that really matters. But, mm -hmm. but in that context, as we talk about um, and, and try to learn from each other ways of, of managing the different things that we're committed to, uh, I think it's helpful for us to have a little bit of context for that, uh, for sure. the kinds of things that a, a person does to stay productive. So before we get into those sorts of things, can you tell us if there is such a thing, what, what a typical day might be like for you? Sure. So my day usually starts... I always set my alarm for five o'clock, <laughs> but I press the snooze button and I usually get up about 5.30, 5.45. And I love to start my day just with prayer, meditation, worship, um, just to kind of quiet myself and prepare for the day itself. Then I do have a 10 year old who's in the fifth grade. So my morning routine is all about making sure she gets to the bus on time. <laughs> and some days we knock it out of the park and other days we're running out the door with me saying, get your shoes on in the car, <laughs> you know? Um, and then there's a couple of times where we've missed the bus and I just go ahead and take her to school. Um, but after she's settled at school, my husband's at work, I do try to squeeze in some exercise. And for me, my exercise is basic. I either try to walk around the neighborhood or I found a great um, spin cycle at a yard sale. So I actually have that and I'll turn on a YouTube video and try to squeeze. If I'm on the spin bike, I get 15 to 20 minutes in tops. But if I'm walking around the neighborhood, about 30, 40 minutes. And then I just kind of get ready for the day. I usually um, go by my calendar. So I'll have meetings, either in-person meetings or Skype meetings, which is my form of networking with other professionals, um, just trying to get that in so that I'm staying connected to people. Then I also have coaching clients that I schedule throughout my day. I'm also always working on a project. My current project is my book that I'm finishing and preparing for a launch. So I, I have time for that. Everything that I just named, I try to squeeze in before it's time to get back to the bus stop to get my daughter, which usually gets there around 420. And from there, I have to put my mom hat on again and get her ready for homework, dinner. Um, if she's playing outside, I'll try and squeeze in a call or something like that. And I usually try to only do, if I have to do something in the evenings, 
I really try to do one thing, whether that's a coaching client or teaching a masterclass or doing a webinar, because I'm really guarded when it comes to my family time. Um, and then one night a week, my husband and I, we do a small group together with our church for marriage. But that's typically what a day looks like for me. So lots of different hats, like like most women. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm, I'm curious, and, and before we go too far on, you mentioned that you like to start your day with some prayer and meditation and worship and, and that sort of thing. And there are a lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of listeners, and I'm one of them, that you know we try to find some time... Uh, to start our day with that quiet, whatever, whether you're, you know, a faith-based person or not, mm-hmm. that finding that time to be kind of quiet and and meditate or whatever, to quiet your mind before the day starts. Do you use any particular um, tools or resources to do that? Or is it just a quiet time in your house? Sure. My tools are, I always keep a playlist of worship music that I love, um, Christian worship music. I have my Bible, but I always like, currently I'm going through a a book study on prayer itself. And so I'll have that with my Bible, which is basically like you read, you answer some questions and I journal. Um, those are the things and I, and sometimes it may be, I'm just listening to a a message from a a preacher from the previous Sunday, but it's something that I have to do because it helps quiet me and get my thoughts together before I start the day. Because I know when I don't do that, it's usually because I'm in crisis mode. I hit the ground running and I don't take time to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it funny that this whatever your practice is for starting the morning. And again, it's some people it's, it's faith-based. Some people it's just a a meditation practice or whatever. It seems like when our life gets kind of crazy busy, that's the first Mm -hmm. thing we toss. And yet it's the thing that we almost most need to get grounded for that busy day. Yes. It's like insurance. We don't need it until we need it. Yeah. And, and when we really need it is when we're often likely to let it go. I have tried yes. to be really more intentional about when I look at a cal- my calendar and know that I've got one of those days that I'm going to be just going 100 miles an hour all day, all day, it's tempting to say, I don't have time for that. That's 10, right. 15 minutes, but I'm trying to be really intentional about saying, no, that's when I need it the most, even if I can only do you know, five minutes. That's right. That's right. I believe every minute counts. So some people don't have time to do 15 or 20, 30 minutes, but five minutes, if that's all you have, I believe maximize that five minutes. Yeah. And it can make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So thanks for sharing that. That's a great reminder. Uh, So going forward then talking about Uh, again, about productivity and making a life that matters and accomplishing the things that you really care about. Every woman's life, every person's life is a little bit different. Our personalities are different and and our lives present different challenges as far as staying productive and getting those things done that really matter to us. What would you say your biggest challenges are when it comes to managing your life and being productive in that sense? Sure. And this is going to sound really funny based off my last answer, (laughs) but it's focus, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, because of all the different hats that I wear, 
and running two different businesses, that can be the thing that sabotages me as well is that focus. Because if I'm, I have an office that I go to and I can work out of my office, but if I'm working at home, sometimes my mind will drift and I'm like, oh, I got to go do the laundry or, oh, I need to go do this. And all of a sudden it's like, I have all these, um, shiny objects Mm. (laughs) that are requiring my attention. And if I'm not careful, my lack of focus can lead to a very unproductive day because I haven't taken time to master the thing that I set out to do. Yeah. I think a lot of us struggle with that in this, you know, 21st century life where we have so much coming at us, so much information, so much Mm -hmm. noise, so much, so many opportunities. I mean, they're good Mm -hmm. things. Oh yeah. uh, But it can be very, very difficult to, to keep focused on one thing at a time. And, and that was something I noticed about you that you've got these different things. Um, and at some point I'd like to hear about the businesses and about the don't limit me and the women connect, but what do you, do you have strategies you use to stay, to, to create focus and to keep focused on the one thing when you've got all these other things coming at you? Yes, ma'am. My best, best thing that I could have ever done is, is recruit a support team. Um, my support team and I, you know, the phrase that says it takes a village. (laughs) I refer to that for myself as well, because it takes a village to help me to be Tasha M. Scott. So my support team includes, I have virtual assistants, one for each business. I have an accountability group that I meet with every week. That, and it's a group of five other ladies that we literally get together and we talk about what is your intentions for this week? What do you need to have done? And then I have coaches and mentors that help me to stretch and grow into not to even be somebody else, but to maximize my own potential in life. And one of my virtual assistants, um, Tasha M. Scott is the business that I'm growing. So we meet a little more regular than the other one. So we meet every week and she's part of my accountability circle as well. So for me, accountability is huge. Yeah. Now, do you meet with these women in person or is it online like a video conference? The virtual assistant is online. We've never met in person before. Um, The accountability group, I have been fortunate enough to find ladies right here in my local community that we all get together in person and we meet every Monday and we're flexible. Sometimes we have to move into Tuesday, but every Monday we have a standing appointment and we're all busy women. So we do it during the daytime and we literally have held each other accountable to do what we said we were going to do. Wow. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with, uh, you know, email conversations and phone conversations with women who, who talk about how much they wish they had that kind of group. It's one of the reasons that I launched the productive woman mastermind groups that we Mm -hmm. meet weekly, you know, online uh, through a video conference. But how did you find Uh, What I hear over and over is I can't find, I want that kind of group, that kind of Mm -hmm. connection and accountability, but I can't find them. How did you form this group? Were they people you knew already or how how did that happen? Yeah, that's the, the irony of it is I had relationships with each one of them already. It started first with my hairdresser, believe it or not. 
every time I would go get my hair done, she and I would have a conversation and it was one of those iron sharpens iron conversations. Mm -hmm. She's an entrepreneur who is a creative entrepreneur who's doing multiple things. And every time I would go get my hair done, we would sharpen each other. And when I was looking for an accountability partner, it was like she was already there. (laughs) You know, we just made it official. So she and I started off at first. We would be we were the only ones and we were making some serious progress. And me being the connector that I am, I told her, I said, you know what? There's not a lot of women that have this. What would you think of opening it up to other women? And so from there, at first, I didn't even know who the other women would be. But again, I looked in who was already in my life. And the other person we added, she was a friend that I've known for 20 years. Mm. Our, our families hang out together. Um, it's a, a really good mutual relationship. She's an entrepreneur. Um, the other person was somebody that I met that would come to my luncheons or networking events. She ended up being a speaker. We would have conversations. And it was like down the line, all of these ladies We all had something in common. We were entrepreneurs. We were leaders. We had people that we were pouring into, but each one of us needed this space where we didn't have, we didn't want to be the ones giving as far as the only one in the room. We wanted to be on an equal playing field with other people who were peers Mm -hmm. and Every last one of them were people that were already there that I already had some connection to. I just wanted to bring the circle together and it's been beautiful. So, so if we've got a listener who's thinking, wow, that just sounds awesome. That's exactly what I want. And would you say to her, look around, who do you talk to now? Find Mm -hmm. that person that you, you know, that's a friend now and make it more of a formal let's agree that we're going to meet once a week or whatever the schedule is. I mean, what would you tell that woman, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I would tell her, yes, exactly what you said. Who is in your life right now that not just you can grab that person and say, hey, let's get together. Who is in your life that that's already challenging you, Mm. that is talking to you and not just telling you what you want to hear, but they're challenging your process. Like in other words, if they're saying to you, have you, have you considered this? Have you considered that? They're not just telling you what you want to hear. They're telling you what you need to hear. Who in your life is not afraid um, to get their feelings hurt or, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that you could be real with that's comfortable with. If you take off your mask, they're not afraid to take off theirs either. And there's no, there's no competition either. And chances are all of us have at least one person like that in our life at least one, that it's not just give, 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 or take, 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 but it's a mutually respected relationship. That's where I would start. Yeah. And I I think as you've described it from that, if it grows awesome, but if at least you've got that one accountability partner, that person who encourages and motivates you and you can do the same for her and that's right. And, and just do that on purpose, be intentional about it instead of just that occasional get together and have coffee and yak. I I love that. What What a great 
idea. Um, I mean, I love right. I love doing the online masterminds that I do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I facilitate some, but I'm also a part of a couple of different mastermind groups of like-minded women in various areas. Right. But, but I love the idea of finding that person that I could sit down across the table with face-to-face. Yes. Yes. And, and it may not be the person that's in your town. Maybe it is somebody online that you definitely could take advantage of video calls, but whoever that person is, it's gotta be something like I mentioned, iron sharpens iron. It's gotta be somebody that you're not having to coach and they're not having to coach you. You literally are peers. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a group. The only reason why ours is a group, I literally had to go to her, the the one person and say, are you okay with? And she had to be okay with it also. And also it had to be, if we added other people, it wouldn't take away from the dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be really intentional about that and really thoughtful about putting those groups together, but you can start with just the, you know, just that one That's person. Right. That's right. I love that. So that's part of how you uh, overcome this challenge or deal with this challenge of, of staying focused when you've got so many different things going on. Yes. Um, as far as on a, on a real practical level with multiple businesses and, and speaking and, and the coaching clients that you do and being a mom and, and trying to maintain a, a marriage and your church com- and community commitments, that's a lot of a lot of commitments and tasks and, and appointments to uh, keep track of and, and mastered. Are there any particular tools that you like or resources that you recommend for managing your time, your space, whatever that you use to, to, to kind of keep track of all this and, and keep things going? Yes, yes. I'll start off um, answering your question by saying I use these tools learning that this is my strength and everything else that's not my strength, I delegate out. But the tools that I use knowing this is my strength is I love, love, love my Google Calendar. I have it on my phone and I have it on my computer. And everything I do for me is based on an appointment. Believe it or not, I even have picking up my daughter from school on my calendar. <laughs> um, you know, it, everything gets an appointment on my calendar and I live by it because it gives me my reminders. And if it's not on my calendar or if somebody's asking me if I can do something, I go by my calendar first. Then the next thing is I use an a app called Trello and that's mm-hmm. T-R-E-L-L-O. Trello is good for me because it's like a project management system where I can go in and create a board based on different areas. Like I have a board for Scott Real-Time Reporting and that virtual assistant and I were able to put things and share files and I can put everything in there for she and I to share. The other thing that Trello does is I'm literally able to map out my overall vision and I go by 90 days at a time. So I put the overall vision in Trello. For example, in Tasha M. Scott, I have one board that has my brands, another one that has each board for each course that I have, the book, everything is laid out and I can use that between my phone and my computer. And I'm able to look at the overall vision The other thing, the last thing is good old fashioned pen and paper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I um, 
because I have my overall vision, I do daily intention list. So every day when I'm doing my meditation and quiet time and prayer, I'm writing out what I have to do. And I do it every day because it keeps it fresh for me. And and every day I write it out and I love the act of crossing it out once it's done. Yeah. <laughs> and those are my go-tos. Yeah. that's There's something very satisfying about that checking it off or crossing it out, um, to, that, that, that feeling that you've accomplished something that you set out to do that it, it, I mean, I'm people who listen to the show know I love me some tech and I love my apps mm-hmm. and stuff like that, there, but there is something you get out of a list on a piece of paper that you can cross yes. things off that you just don't quite get the same in and out. That's right. That's right. And I love and sometimes. Tra- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to say sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. No reason to get more complicated than that. If it works for you, then that's what you should use. I do love Trello and I could see how for your situation, it would be perfect. It's a very visually oriented um, system yes. and which is yes. really good for a lot of people. I encourage people to check it out. You mentioned in passing that you, um, that you plan kind of on a 90 day quarterly manner. And, uh, you sent mm-hmm. me a little business planner, 90 day quarter or quarterly business planner that, mm-hmm. uh, to share with listeners. Can you tell us what, kind of how, what, they're going to, I'll put a link in the show notes so that they can pick that up and learn and use it. But how do you use that? Or how do you recommend that listeners might use that? Sure, sure. With a 90 day plan, I love this for myself and for my clients, because it helps us to break our goals down into bite sized pieces, and also to experience short term victories along the way, instead of trying to create a, a one, three, four, five-year plan. And the end of 90 days, we plan for the next one. So we have four categories. How much money do I need to make in these 90 days? And and when I have to answer that question, I list my personal expenses for home, but I also list my business expenses. And I take that and determine how much do I need to bring in to cover all of these expenses. That's my goal that I'm aiming for, for my business. Then the next thing is after I determine what the, what the goal is, I determine what are the marketing efforts that I need to do in order to bring this in. Once I figure out the marketing efforts, the next two areas are going to be broken down into what are the systems that I have have to have in place and what are the um, projects and the projects basically are broken down into my list. Like what are the what's the to do list items? For example, I'm preparing for a launch. Okay, so I know with that launch for my uh, membership program, how many people I need to actually have enrolled in order to meet that financial goal. Then the marketing is what am I going to have to do? Things like webinars, things like videos, Facebook ads, you know, all those things. And then in order for me to do the marketing pieces, what are the systems that I have to have in place, the tools, and then what are the um, to-do list items that I have to do? Some of those to-do list items are things I'll do myself and others will be things that I delegate out to my virtual assistant. So I love that. So the listeners who have a business who are wanting to start a business are, are really going to appreciate Tasha's 90-day uh, business planner. Again, this is a downloadable PDF that uh, you'll be able to find in the show notes. And 
And uh, I appreciate you sharing that with them. I think the the same concepts can apply even to those who don't want to be entrepreneurs, but maybe who sure. have personal projects or sure. yeah, projects at the day job. That that concept of breaking it down into the you know, looking 90 days into the future and breaking it down into the smaller pieces is valuable no matter what your goals are. And That's right. I, and I loved your, your, your explanation about the getting some sort of immediate, uh, wins. I yes. forget the terminology you use there, but that idea of doing smaller than a five-year plan, but you can actually get some results in a 90 day period that it can get you some momentum. Yes, that's exactly that. And I use the short term victory because sometimes we need the wins to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's so much um, that we could talk about. And I, I do encourage listeners to uh, visit your website and look at the, the different things you have going on. You've put a lot of thought into how to do all this stuff and, and to accomplish the things you want to do and be a good mom and be a wife to your husband and all the other things that you do. You clearly have a plan that you're working. But I have to ask the question that I ask every guest, and, and it's mm-hmm. turned out to be, it's one of my favorite questions and listeners love it because we always can learn from each other. And that Mm -hmm. is even with all your systems and your plans and your intentionality about it all, do you ever have a day when it all gets away from you or, or you just get stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? Oh my goodness. I would be lying if I said I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that's human nature. Um, Michael Port has a, um, has a saying that says life doesn't get in the way life is the way. And to answer your question, yes, I do have times where things don't work as I plan, you know, or I get stressed out and overwhelmed. For me, I'm, this is a work in progress. I'll be honest. And I'm learning that, I can have, I can set all the intentions, have all the, all the plans, but there's going to be times where I just don't get it all done. And so for me, that's why I do the pen and paper list. What I don't get done, I simply transfer to the next day. And and that's why I do the act of writing it out every day, because sometimes I'm going to get tired of writing that same thing out, (laughs) you know, (laughs) everything, you know, if so much time has passed by and I still haven't got it done, then I need to be asking myself some why questions. Mm-hmm. Maybe it needs to either fall off the list or it needs to get delegated out to somebody else. And it tells on me, you know? So um, if do I ever get stressed out? Yes, I do. That's where I have had to learn not to suffer in silence, which is going back to that accountability group. For me, talking it out is huge. You know, if I have times where I do get stressed out, I have my husband, I have my friends. Sometimes your girlfriends are better, you know, because men, they don't always get it. Men are fixers. They want to fix it. And maybe you just need somebody who just can listen just just so you can be heard. So that's one of the reasons why I have all those people and systems in place, because I'm not going to get it all done. I'm not perfect. Yeah. I think that's such great advice. I love that, you know, don't suffer in silence. Reach out to the people in your life. That's why you you set up those support systems, which is where you started as we talked today. Yes, that, that yes. To have those people in your life that you can count on, whether they're people you pay to do things for you or they're people you trust 
who care about you, who will listen and yes. and provide that support. We all need those people in our lives. That's right. That's right. I love that. So Tasha, what is on the horizon for you? You've got so many irons in the fire. You mentioned a book. What's, tell us about that. Sure. My second book, it's called Maximize Your Existence. The subtitle is Unleashing Your God-Given Potential in Life and in Business. I am literally um, in the preparation stage of launching that later this month. Um, coinciding with my Women Connect Success Club. It's my membership program that is going to be launched within the next few weeks. Um, For me, I am doing speaking engagements, loving the doors that are opening, not just in my local community, but I've had some traveling opportunities. Um, I am actively, actively on my Facebook group called Connected Women Win, just loving to connect and network with other women. I am just really passionate about helping women to really know who they are and uncover their purpose. I love that. And I I saw on your website, there's a link there um, besides being able to check out what all, all the things that you're going on, but there was a link to get connected with your Facebook group. Is that open yes. to any woman or... Um, is there some kind of uh, membership criterion? No, it's it's a free, no cost, no obligation okay. <laughs> group. Any woman that's on there, I would say the majority of the women on there are either aspiring entrepreneurs or they're already in business. And I created that as a safe place for women to come and just connect. You know, sometimes it's not about this is who I am and what I do. Sometimes it's just about being surrounded by other success-minded women. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so many things to, to learn about you and, uh, and all the stuff that you're doing. Uh, I look forward to seeing your book when it comes out. Uh, how can listeners connect with you online? What's, wh- where can they find you? Sure. Besides my website, you can also find me on social media. My handle is at Coach Tasha Scott. I am on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram. Those are the the best places. Okay. And the website is uh, Tasha Scott, Tasha M And we'll have That's links. Right. Yeah. We'll have links in the show notes for all of uh, those things. So folks can go there and, and uh, check you out and connect with you online. Thank you. Before we go, do you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for help in getting things done and making a life that matters, what would you say to her? Sure. I'll repeat something that I said earlier in this conversation, and that is do not suffer in silence. That was one of the biggest mistakes that I made as an entrepreneur, thinking that people would look at me. um, I was suffering from the shame and the guilt and embarrassment that I didn't have it all together. But it wasn't until I did open my mouth and reach out that my business started growing, but my life started improving simply for asking for help. Oh, such great advice. Thank you so much, Tasha. You're welcome. I enjoyed this conversation, Laura. I had such a great time talking with Tasha, and I really appreciate her taking time to share her thoughts on how she manages her busy life and for the the really wise words and, and encouragement that she offered the rest of us. But what do you think? Uh, did anything she say resonate with you? Do you have questions for her or, or comments on the things that Tasha and I talked about? I would love to hear from you. You can share your questions, 
or your thoughts in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 116. And that's where you're also going to find links to some of the resources that Tasha mentioned and the ways you can connect with her. You can also post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman Facebook page, or even better, in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. So visit us there and uh, be part of that conversation. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, I would love to talk with you. You can email those questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'll be sure to respond. If you haven't already done so, do please join me and the other women in the new Productive Woman Community Facebook group. I've mentioned that before. This is a private group where you, me, other listeners, all of us can meet up and interact more directly, asking questions, sharing information and insights and encouragement. Just talk about how we're all navigating 21st century life. This is only for women, sorry guys, uh, who uh, for the women who listen to the podcast, and I'd love to have you be a part of it. You can find the group on Facebook and click the join button. I think the link is theproductivewoman.com slash group. Join us there. I'd love to see you. If you enjoyed this episode and like the podcast, if you think it's worth your while, I would really appreciate your help in spreading the word. I would like to you know, enlarge our community and make uh, more women part of the conversation. So there are a couple of ways you can do that. You can tell your friends. If you've got a friend uh, who, you know, is like-minded, wants to make a life that matters and would like to be part of this community, show her how to find the, the podcast in iTunes or wherever you listen to it, help her subscribe. You can share this episode or any other episode that you like using the social sharing buttons that are on the show notes for every episode. There are buttons there you can click to very quickly share that podcast to your Facebook page, to Twitter, to Pinterest or wherever. And uh, if you haven't already done so, I'd really appreciate it if you could take just a moment to leave a review of the show in iTunes. It makes a huge difference to me. And it also sends a message to the folks at iTunes about the value of the show. You go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes. It takes you right to where you can subscribe and where you can leave a rating and review. And finally, don't forget, if you are looking for that opportunity to be part of the Productive Woman Mastermind groups. We're putting the groups together now. The groups that are forming now won't start meeting till after the holidays, so in the first week of January of 2017. But we're putting the groups together now. Want to get that all done before the Christmas holidays. So now's the time to apply and consider being part of it. You can find out more information by going to the Work With Me page on the website. That's, again, at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. And that's where you find information and the link for the application. Email me if you have any questions. And that is it, my friends, for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Tasha. I hope that something in this episode was of value to you and that will make your day a little bit better. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. 
Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.